just forgotten what Cass's <laughs> name is called. I've never done that before. Okay. Welcome everyone to another episode of Talking Body. I am here with Olivia. How are we? Hi, very good. Thank you for having me. No worries. I'm so excited to have you on today. Um, how are you feeling? Good. Excited. Yeah? Yeah. Awesome. Let's get into the first question. Why did you get into personal training? Um, so when I was about 15, 16, I started going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no idea. Like, I was so uneducated. It kind of hurts me to think about it. I know. Oh, um, like, I wish I could almost look back at myself and just be like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. But, you know, you've got to start somewhere. Exactly. Um, and then when I moved to Adelaide in 2019... I didn't know many people here because everyone was still back in my Good hometown. Idea. Yeah, back in Lincoln. We should definitely go into that backstory yeah, after answer this question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've just gone straight into it. I've forgotten to even like go back on nah, that. But that's good. okay. Um, Continue. Yeah, so I didn't really know anyone. So I was going to uni. I hated it. I was doing health sciences and it was so boring. Mm-hmm. And then I only other thing I did was go to the gym really because mm-hmm. I didn't have anything else to do. Um and I sort of started knowing what I was doing. Obviously not knowing as much as I do now, but I had a little bit more idea. Mm-hmm. And then I had people ask me, you know, what do you do at the gym? What are your workouts? Yeah. All those lovely questions that you get. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if I can make like a job out of this. Yeah. And then I did a, my course. Mm-hmm. And then two years later, I'm still doing it as my full-time job. And I love it. Yeah, that's so good. Um, yeah, let's talk about how we actually even know yeah. each other. So... You're from Port Lincoln. Yeah. I'm not like originally from Port Lincoln, but I came to Port Lincoln mm. and I know of you from Lincoln. When did I, when was the first time I met you? I think the first time I met you was, was it on, was it on that wine tour? That's what I think it was. Yeah. Which is crazy because we were both in such a small town, but we, like, I think I probably knew of you, mm-hmm. but. Because you went to the high school, didn't you? Yeah. What yeah. year did you graduate in? Like 2019 yeah, I think too, it was which is yeah. crazy yeah so same age same year same like yeah. town but mm-hmm. which just is never what? like I think it was because um you know how like some grades with some schools uh if you have like socials or things like that mm. the schools kind of do collab and intertwine but yeah I don't think my grade did that very much so with uh, like saying yeah I don't think my grade did that we weren't very good at doing that yeah yeah um but I think other grades were like like really close with the high school but I don't think my I don't know like I don't know from other people but I don't think we yeah because there were so many people like your age or maybe like our age or like a year younger that I don't I didn't even know no from um Lincoln like there's so many people that I've heard of or that like my friends know and then, like, how do I not know this person? Yeah, like but at the time, you think that you know everyone in the town. But, like, maybe I don't. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, we met on that, that wine, wine tour. tour. Was it for Chloe? Yeah. It was for Chloe. That, yes. was, that was, like, a few years ago. It was a few years ago. I remember. It was fun. Um, yeah. So, that was the first time I met you. Well, And you were doing health sciences. I remember you saying something about that. I, I think – I don't know what year that was that I was yeah. – I met you. But, yeah. That was, must have been the first year – that I moved over here so it must have been it must have been 2020 yeah because I did or was it end of 2010 it must have been 2020 no 2020 because I yeah. moved at the end of 2019 yeah so 2020 yeah. yeah I was doing health sciences yeah yeah because yeah. I remember I remember that conversation and then and then when was the next time I saw you 
I feel like I've seen you like multiple times, but like obviously with lots of time in between. Mm. And then when I saw what you were doing online, I was like, this is like insane. This is so cool. This is so like totally my vibe, Mm. Uh, which is why I reached out to you to do this episode as well, because I was like, you've got an amazing inspiring story like behind yourself that everyone would love to hear and that's like what I'm trying to do with this podcast as well um and I feel like sometimes you can get caught up in the media influencer side of it as well 100% um well people can um and it's just nice to actually have like real conversations with people that have that are what's the word like they're shining that light on not just like what's good about the industry but also what they've been through and what's like bad about it yeah, too it's not like all rainbow and sunshine no and i feel like <laughs> a lot of people have to do that like because you know there's money involved but yeah i think what i like about it is when people are true and honest yeah and that's what i vibe with and that's what i what's the word i'm resignate with yes and like (laughs) drawn to yeah like that's how I ended up connecting with my personal trainer because I just found her so raw honest and I vibed with her straight away yeah so I I actually followed her on Instagram after I heard your podcast with her Mm -hmm. and I was like I love this lady I have never met her but I I love her such a vibe (laughs) and that's the type of people that I like to connect with yeah yeah and I think there is a lot of like I don't know if fakeness is the right word, but a mm. lot of people will only show like the highlights of their life. Exactly. Online. It's a little bit of a facade. It's like, yeah, 100%. Mm. They show like the good sides and it's like mm-hmm. everyone has bad days and exactly even just like photos like of themselves. Like mm-hmm. not everyone looks great all the time and that's okay. Exactly. But and it's funny how like you have a conversation with someone in person and they're totally different to what their Instagram 100%. is portraying. Yeah. And like they actually potentially have the same thoughts is yourself and you're like mm-hmm. oh like I would have never guessed like yeah. why don't we talk more about this online so people actually know that it's normal yeah because yeah. they can come across like everything's so fun online and then mm-hmm. in real life they're struggling as well which is fine it's okay to not be okay yeah you know I mean? and it's and it's perfectly fine but I feel like like you said it's just a little bit of a highlight and highlight rule. yeah 100%. and nobody really sees it and like let's be honest like we all get caught in it like oh, yeah, I'm not sure. gonna post myself crying like cause no for one I'm an ugly cry yeah <laughs> and like no one wants to say that <laughs> exactly and I don't want to also think that I'm oh I don't want other people thinking that I'm looking for attention but also like I'm not scared to be vulnerable too like I don't know yeah. it's a bit of a catch-22 and yeah. I think with modern society and with everyone in this kind of realm everyone's you know spinning and things are going around in a circle and as much as you don't care what people think there's also like you do care though yeah a lot of people really rely on other people's opinion Mm -hmm. to validate themselves exactly and I think it's not necessarily even the outside people's opinions that we care about but the people that are in our circle yeah like we want to we want to please them and we want to we want them to be proud of us too. So yeah. you're always looking for validation, even if you don't think it. Like, uh-huh. There's always a reason behind you doing something. Exactly. And I'm all about self-validating, yeah. but also you can't help but also be seeking validation from like people that you care. Like, yeah. for example, like, you know, everyone either seeks validation from their parents or from like a best friend. And, you know, if someone were to be like, hey, like, 
know what's going on here. Mm. Like you, you're going to listen to them. You're yeah. not like not going to be yeah. like, well, I don't care. No, <laughs> like, but you do. Yeah, but deep down, like you, like you do. So yeah, it's interesting, and that's that's why I brought you on. Long yeah. story short, <laughs> because I think you're. I feel like I vibe with you, and you're the type of person that I would like to have on here. Mm. So welcome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Um, I like went backwards and forward in like a short amount of time. Exactly, I know. Um, that was just so much information in such a short little yeah. period. Anyways, <laughs> yes, let's get on to the next thing, which is kind of like similar. Now the one kind of gym conversation. Um, what do you love about it, and like what, like why do you love going to the gym? Um, I think it really helps my mental health, mm-hmm. not only my physical health. Which yeah, I think is I love that becoming to light a lot more a lot of people are like mm-hmm. resonating with with that mm-hmm. which is great obviously um and i it just makes you feel good about yourself mm-hmm. like also yeah. there's a lot of psychology behind hormones that are released going to the gym you mm-hmm. know that stuff but yeah like it makes you feel good after you go mm-hmm. and i love that i can do it in my spare time as like a hobby mm-hmm. but i also do it as a job yeah which is like a bonus yeah so win-win I like that no that's so cool I feel like some people can either be one way or the other but the fact that you can be both yeah like in your business life and your personal life like that's so cool to love it that much and like you said mental health is such an important thing and I I'm the same like I go if I haven't gone in a long time it's not because I'm like scared of Mm. like oh my gosh I haven't gone in, in such a long time like oh like what are people going to think of me or what am I going to think of myself it's not that it's like oh my gosh I've had a, such a stressful day I haven't been able to go in how many days like I feel like all these feelings are just bottling up that I need to release yeah so 100%. I 100 100% understand what you mean by like for your mental health as well yeah it's a vicious cycle like it you, really is you get addicted a little bit <laughs> yeah, you do like but it's good you could be addicted to worse things so exactly and I'm just like that was me when I probably first started my fitness journey. I was having like a really tough time um, and I got into it to to make, to make honestly make myself feel better. Like my doctors were saying like, you know, how much exercise do you do and things like mm. that. So I finally got back into a bit more of a regular, consistent exercise routine, started going to the gym, started off like so bad, like let's not, you know, sugarcoat it. Got to start somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> like so embarrassed like so insecure about going to the gym but once I consistently kept going it was you're right it was like Mm. a drug like I was addicted because it made me feel so good not exactly about how it made me looked yeah Yeah. and I think when people like who don't go to the gym there's a lot of judgment around it because they don't Mm. understand Mm -hmm. which is fine if you don't understand you're not educated about it that's fine yeah but I think there's a lot of judgment and I think that comes with a lot of self-insecurity from other people that mm-hmm. don't understand mm-hmm. and they're like not a form of jealousy but they just have that yeah that self-insecurity because they don't have that self-discipline that you have to go to the gym exactly and it all comes down to like who you surround yourself with as well oh, I've yeah. had to you know take a step back from certain people not because this sounds horrible not because they don't love the gym but it's just because you know there's certain things in my life that I prioritize more than other things yeah um and at the end of the day if you're not like in line with this other person and they make you feel you know not good all the time then clearly that relationship's you know 
probably not the best relationship that you should have in your life so yeah if something's not serving you you don't need to wait around for it exactly and some people take a long time to learn and that's okay but once mm -hmm. you learn it your life changes for the best exactly and like exactly why would you want to have people around you that like you said aren't going to serve you or aren't going to make you feel good at the end of the day or Mm. make you feel like you're the fish out of water like what you're doing is wrong yeah like why are you so like isn't that unhealthy how much you're going to the gym or like i'm probably going to the gym or the normal amount of time that someone's probably running a day you know what i mean like if someone's playing sport during the week or has to train for a swimming marathon or has to train for a running marathon like i'm probably training the same amount as any other person that exercises but just in a different form yeah sometimes you just gotta cut people off that are not yeah giving you what you need exactly don't put your energy where you're not getting energy back exactly see i've had that you're just (laughs) like you're so with me anyway tell us a little bit about your backstory with fitness and your journey with having an eating disorder obviously this would you know determine how your relationship fits with fitness now compared to you know like what it was before yeah so when I started going to the gym, I went as sort of a punishment form. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't do it for good reasons, yeah. which Ew. obviously is a shame. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, so when I was at 16, I started to develop an eating disorder, which no one really knew about. I was really mm-hmm. good at hiding it. Yeah. Um, but because growing up, I was always a lot bigger than my friends and I always mm-hmm. like was really aware of it. Yeah. Even I just agree. like, I, like I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even like developing early like I remember I had like boobs before everyone else and like my hips grew were so wide mm-hmm. and like I remember like I used to have stretch marks on my hips like at a really young age mm-hmm. and I was like really aware that no one else around me looked like me mm-hmm. and it was like such a huge mental game like I obviously didn't realize at the time mm-hmm. but now I'm like that really like played a part in it oh yeah absolutely even like growing up like I didn't have a good relationship with food and I was never really taught about food at a mm-hmm. young age like I was very much taught these are good foods. These are bad foods. Yeah. Bad foods, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you always want something that you can't have. Exactly. So, like, when mm-hmm. you're deprived of that, you do your worst. It's like, that. it, like, makes you want it more when you can't have it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> you want that thing you can't have. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, when I was around, like, six, yeah, 16, I started not eating anything, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I lost a lot of weight really quickly, like... Yeah. 30 plus kilos like and I remember I got a lot of compliments and that like affected me so much it was like you look so good and I was like oh okay so like you're getting that validation so you're like I'm gonna keep doing and I was like okay maybe this is like I'm on the right track yeah I was not on the right Mm -hmm. track (laughs) no um yeah I didn't like I was not eating anything and I was working like I would work from 4 p.m to 12 Mm a.m like straight after school every day yeah so I just was running myself into the ground pretty Mm -hmm. much um and then when I was in year 12 so like about a year later like 17 I ended up in hospital Mm -hmm. um and like so one morning I was getting ready for school and I just passed out yeah and I had to go to the doctors that day and I had like a bunch of tests done and then they admitted me to hospital straight away Mm -hmm. um and pretty much my body just like shut down so my like like, TMI but couldn't go toilet couldn't do anything for myself yeah um and I was in so much denial as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, nothing's wrong with me. Like, yeah. the amount of denial you have around it is, like, scary, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't, like, I still thought I was like, 
I'm sure there's nothing wrong. Yeah. Like, Olivia, you're in hospital. Something is yeah, wrong. Yeah, something is wrong. Like, you've <laughs> um, passed out. Yeah, I was like, you're not living right now. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I had a blood infection. Like, my organs weren't functioning. Yeah, because I was to shut down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I – and it was a really bizarre feeling. Like, it's mm-hmm. like you're in a body that's not alive. Mm-hmm. And even though I was feeling like this, I was like – Maybe I'm like, I don't have an eating disorder. <laughs> yeah. Because your mind's like, you've trained your mind. It's crazy. To do what it's doing. Yeah. That you are now adapting to what your brain is telling you. And your thoughts, I t- totally believe that what you think and what you say to yourself, you start to create your reality. Oh, 100%. So like, then you were probably like saying all this crap to yourself. Mm. And you were seriously believing it and you yeah. were having to like force yourself to think something that you're not used to thinking. Yeah. You know, it's like telling someone, you know, exactly that, that they're saying all this negative stuff about themselves and then you go start saying positive thoughts. You're like, excuse me? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Like I've thought this about myself for so long. How am I going to stop accepting you know, same kind of thing. It's an insane mental game. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And it wasn't until like one of the nurses came in and like when they do like the nurse changeovers, mm-hmm. you would know. Yes, I would know. <laughs> um, Double staff time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they were like saying like what was wrong with me or whatever. And I was like listening to them and they were like, oh, yeah, patient's anorexic. And I was just like. Oh, that's oh. a bit interesting. Like, diagnosing you. I was that's like, that's different. wild. I was like, mm-hmm. I know I don't eat. But anyways. Um, and I just. Like, it was a really close call. I was, like, mm. verge of death. Yeah. Um, and I just remember this, like, really significant time. So I was in there for a while. Like, I was in ICU. And I was getting, like, wheeled out to, like, one of my million of tests that I had to get done. Mm-hmm. And this little, like, you've been to the Lincoln Hospital. It was really small. Mm-hmm. And I, like, went past, like, the waiting area. And this little kid was there and just, mm-hmm. like, stared at me. Yeah. And, I and, like, with so much fear in, in the little kid's face. And mm-hmm. I was, like, okay, maybe I... <laughs> need some help yeah yeah I was like this is not good Mm -hmm. um and it was like on like the second to last night before I actually got released they were like contemplating flying me over to Adelaide but it was like Mm -hmm. too risky and they Mm -hmm. were like preparing like because my mum pretty much stayed with me the whole time Mm -hmm. preparing my mum for the worst Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until then I was like okay like I'm on the verge of like yeah something's not right yeah um, and it was like, after I got out of hospital, I was like, okay, I've literally been giving this, given this second chance of life, mm-hmm. like, don't mess this one yeah, up. Yeah. You yeah. You know, like you don't like, I couldn't like not be here today. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, I am. And it's like crazy that I have that chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, I've like been given this like miracle opportunity. Mm-hmm. Don't mess this one up. Yeah. Um, did it take yeah. you like a couple trial times? Like, did you end up going back or did you have like help outside of this hospital experience like what kind of helped you get through Um, this little part I had a lot of help from the high school I was Mm -hmm. at oh nice um yeah they were really good about it because I was saying missed out on a lot of year 12 and they were like look you can we can give you whatever you need Mm -hmm. um I had a lot of doctors helping me as well which was Mm -hmm. good um yeah I did I relapsed again in 2021 Mm -hmm. um and that was probably mentally that was worse on me mm-hmm. than it was physically okay um yeah that was like a mental downfall like I was so depressed I was 
just a really horrible human. Yeah. Because I was around really toxic people. Not mm-hmm. everyone. Some people are really great. Yeah, I yeah. Was, I get what you mean. Yeah, some people just treated me horrible and I just... And it's that saying, like, hurt people, hurt people, which yeah. is so true. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a nice human and, like, obviously I can now reflect on that and, mm-hmm. you know, you have to grow and I still have a lot of healing to do from it. Oh, absolutely. But so, like, your self-reflection time. is, like, crazy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I realised that I was not a nice human yeah. back then. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's not fine at the time, but I recognize yeah. that now. But you've I, accepted that yeah. and you're moving forward. And that's yeah. amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. And I know that now I'm like, I'm a nice person now. Yeah. Like, I don't have any hatred. I can see that you are an amazing girl. And that is one reason why I, like, I see you. <laughs> my, <laughs> my best friend, Lauren, would be laughing right now. She would be like, I, she's obsessed with Avatar. <laughs> Shout out to Lauren. Sorry, girl. Um, she is obsessed with avatar mm-hmm. and they say like i see you as in like <laughs> I see they you. like see right through you yeah. and then like they see who you are they see that you're an amazing human being so yeah. shout out to you um but yeah yeah i think that i i'm inspired like, now like thanks <laughs> by your story um but yeah and then what was the was that part of the question no it wasn't but um i just like got off topic then that's okay <laughs> keep going keep going do um, you have more that you want to contribute with that story i think that was all but then it got into like I did build a healthier relationship with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Yeah. So that would probably go into like what your re- relationship is like with your body then, but compared to now. So like mm. you're, you're here, you're still healing, but, yeah. um, but you've healed a lot. So yeah. Far. Like I had so much self-hatred for myself. Like mm-hmm. I just thought the worst things about myself. Yeah. Mainly cause I had a lot of, well, not a lot, but people around me that would, putting that onto me that I mm-hmm. was like worthless like and you were like you deserved it kind of thing yeah yeah much. um so and I know that that's not true yeah um and now like I've got a lot of self-love mm-hmm. obviously there's still a lot of growing to do and still a lot of Absolutely. self-love to grow which I think everyone still has to do yeah um but yeah I've got a much better relationship with myself. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's still like you get bad days. Oh yeah, but absolutely. That's Some days just want to crawl up in a rug and oh yeah, just do absolutely nothing. Mm. Sometimes just sit and stare at the those sky. days sound good as well. And I'm like, oh, oh, I don't yeah. want to do anything today. Believe me, oh, that was me. Yeah, a couple of days ago, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm dying. And sometimes <laughs> like, you need those days though. Oh yeah, you <laughs> need sure. you need that recovery. You need yeah. that mental recovery yeah i totally understand i'm definitely good at listening to my body now knowing what it needs Mm -hmm. which is so good because i feel like sometimes like you said when you don't know what's going on Mm. that spiral can be that you don't know how to detect what your body is telling you and obviously with an eating disorder it is very much that like you can't you you can't see what's happening um And you vision you yourself listen. A, like the exact same you were like mm-hmm. before an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like even like body dysmorphia, like yes. I got diagnosed yeah. with that and it was like, no, nah, you're lying to me. Yeah. <laughs> you're not. But yeah, yeah, it's insane how like that really plays a mind like mm-hmm. on your mind. Like and I still have that now and I still have those days where I'm like, I hate myself. And I'm like, no, get out of your mind. Yeah. But, yeah. Your mind's playing tricks on you. Oh, yeah. And it. It's so real. Like I had a placement not too long ago, um, actually a couple of years ago, maybe a year ago. I don't know. Um, and I was on an adolescent ward and it was full of little girls with eating disorders. And mm. it was so sad to witness, but it was also such a privilege 
to witness because mm-hmm. I got to be a part of role modeling in their, um, you know, their program. Yeah. And uh, it was amazing. Um, there were days where there was definitely setbacks. There were girls that were readmitted and it happens. Like it will take – it takes time. And like you said, like you relapsed, um, yeah. but that's nothing to be, you know, ashamed of. No. Like it happens. Yeah. Um, an eating disorder can be like an addiction, an addiction of the mind. It is. Like you are continuously going down the same path and it's not that you want to. No. It's just the fact that – you literally can't help it and it, it takes yeah. practice it really does yeah. um and some of these girls were thinking that they were i'm not even joking like huge girls it's, and it's really hard to like yeah watch and see they they had no idea um yeah it was it was sad but it was such a privilege mm. like i when i could make one of the girls smile or laugh it made my so day. Yeah. Yeah. But not just like about myself, about uh, them. Yeah. I'm like, like oh. you smiled today. Congratulations. Like mm, that is sure. such a big improvement. Some yeah. of these girls barely even cackle. Like I'm yeah. a very cackly person. <laughs> and these girls were just like straight face. It didn't yeah. want to have a bar of it. Or me. That was me. That used to be me. <laughs> I, I know. Like it's just, yeah. it's horrible. And you know. Shout out to nurses. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> to nurses. <laughs> but even like. You know, just having even if it was just a bite, yeah, of a piece of fruit or something, yeah, like it's like a big win for them though. It is. It's a massive milestone. So yeah. I congratulate you for getting past that period in your life because it's it's Ooh. such a hard period. <laughs> it really is, and you should be so proud of yourself. Yeah, Thanks. I appreciate that. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is something you have learned about yourself so far? Um. I know a really good saying it's life happens for you not to mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. like everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. biggest believer in that yeah um yeah I reckon that's good one and I know that like mindset changes so much mm-hmm. like I know if, like my mindset's in a bad place I know that I'm not going to be doing good things yeah so I know that I I really can control what's mm-hmm. happening yeah that's so good yeah when I when I look at you I see resilience so what a good word I like mm, that word yeah like you can bounce back like you're probably so much stronger than you give yourself credit for like people that have gone through stuff like that they're so much stronger for it and people have no idea until they've actually gone through something like that um and I find these days nobody has resilience Mm. like (laughs) not (laughs) true that sounds bad like People don't know if they don't know, you know, mm-hmm. like they think that they have it hard, but until you experience something so life changing, like you said, you were literally on the verge of potentially a no go. Yeah. <laughs> like potentially um, not walking with us on this earth, you mm-hmm. know, and that's such a hard pill to swallow. But until someone has actually gone through that, or that, you know, trauma, that experience, that healing process, like nobody really knows how resilient a person can be until that's happened. And mm-hmm. I think nobody can really say that they are resilient until they've learnt to grow oh, yeah. as a person. Um, I think a lot of people have a lot of growing shit and they don't realise. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think we're always evolving. We're always oh, growing. Yeah. Like, let's be honest, like who we are probably two weeks ago is probably not the person that we are today. 
the person that we were five years ago is definitely not the person we are today. So I think, yeah, resilience is definitely something that comes with growth. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think it takes time as well. Mm -hmm. Even like to look back on your past self. Oh, yeah. Like, I find it really hard to look at photos from myself from a few years ago. It's yeah. like, you know when, like, your Snapchat memories come up? Mm-hmm. I refuse. Oh, I cannot look back at it because it, it triggers something in me. I don't know what it uh-huh. is, but I'm just like, I can't look at myself like that. Like, mm-hmm. it freaks me out. Time definitely heals all wounds, too. Yeah. Like, I, even when you're going through something hard, I've people used to say it to me when I was young all the time. Like, my pa, my mom, everyone would be like, time heals old wounds. And I'm like... It's I so don't true. Know what that means? Like, why are you telling me that? Like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, you're telling me that I have to sit here and wait for days, mm. and eventually something's going to happen. I'm going to feel better. Like, that's literally how I took it on board. I was like, yeah. what do you mean? Time heals all wounds, and now I can sit here and go, it's time. It's time. Like at the time, it feels like like whatever you're going through, it feels like it's the end of the world. You're like, it's never, it's never going to be better than this. Mm-hmm. This is the end. Life's always going to be shit. And oh, am I allowed to swear? I just yeah, I just just it. it's fine. <laughs> um, it's life's fine. always gonna be bad. <laughs> um, but it's like once you look back and you're like you've healed from something, you're like, I was being so dramatic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. I know. And you get to that next step, and you're like, I can't believe that I just thought that or said that. Or, yeah, I can't believe I was worrying about that little thing that really does not matter at all. Exactly. And I feel like it definitely depends depends on the stress in your life. Mm. Like I definitely think that. For example, a uni student's stress is completely different to a worker's stress and mm. comparing it is just uncomparable. Like you yeah. can't even compare. Like that person's stress is dealing with a different kind of stress to someone who's in the workforce. So like yeah. you can both be stressed, but it's just not the same type of stress. So yeah, yeah, it's – yeah. But like I remember being in uni and I like – I dropped out twice. So I did health science for a year and I did nursing for a year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, why do I – why do I – I feel like I've known that. <laughs> yeah, I did but nursing I, for like a year and then I dropped out and I was like, I hate this. But I did – because I was first year nursing and mm-hmm. it was – I was like, I don't want to – like, you did learn the gross stuff in first year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, this is not what I want to do. Mm. I was like, I don't want to clean up old people. <laughs> like, that's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> you, your first year is what make, makes you or breaks you. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah, I know a few people that dropped out. Yeah. pretty much after a year um yeah it it's definitely a test that's for sure mm. um and yeah some some people that even I've graduated with um sometimes I as in, in the nicest way possible I'm like how did you make it I think like, that some people I think can, that some of the people I know like hate dealing with um fucking shit <laughs> like let's just say yeah. it yeah that's what you learn um, about in first year is poo exactly, <laughs> I was like, exactly. I what color it is what form yeah. it is oh what's this texture um, <laughs> bow charts yeah mm. love a good bow good chart stuff. um never forget one <laughs> <laughs> i pretty much know every single thing about poo. Poo, that's what i was like because i would do nursing for babies mm-hmm. but you have to go through adult nursing and i was like i just yeah. I that's just, literally me right now um i would love to do that yeah um, but we'll see what happens but yeah. yes um it was showering the old men i was like you know what i draw the line <laughs> i was like i don't want to do this <laughs> i can do better things in my life <laughs> I I know. it can be hard but hey yeah. you gotta you gotta start somewhere it's Once very rewarding again, as well though it very that. much is and um 
there's just so much things I was literally talking to a friend literally last night about this there's just so much about nursing that nobody knows like Mm. literally people think all that we do is wipe ass I'm telling you now we do not just wipe ass (laughs) yeah there's such a stigma around it oh there is and I'm actually very keen to do a podcast episode on you know what it is that we actually do um because we not you know giving myself a lot of credit or anything no you should (laughs) we do we do a lot for people a lot that people don't actually know behind closed doors um but it's very rewarding like I don't know what I would be doing if I wasn't doing this job as much as it can be exhausting and some days I wish I could just literally you know crawl under a bed and stay there um yeah it's very rewarding even like I'm in rehab at the moment so you know if someone who's literally sitting in bed one week and I've had a couple of days off and I come back and all of a sudden all of a sudden they are walking with a roller frame I'm like oh my gosh like yeah. this is amazing like you were literally barely moving in bed a few weeks ago and I've come back and you're standing and you're walking actually it feels so good to help people oh it's just like yeah the most amazing feeling like I saw one of the ladies who's literally gantry which is like a little machine sling um that we move across the wall to wall basically to put her in a chair and she, she was up with the physios walking I was like I never thought that I would see that day it's an amazing like, job I was just like wow yeah. cool um no, it is it is really cool. Um, and you get to do with lots of wounds and stuff too, which is kind of mm. cool. I so. find that stuff really interesting. A lot of people get grossed out. I love it. it I is, love that gory um, stuff. It is so cool. I really do like it. Um, yeah, it's definitely my thing. Um, last question, but definitely not least. <laughs> what advice would you give other women your age um, that you've learned in your 20s so far? Or just learned in your 20s in general? Um, to set boundaries for yourself mm-hmm. and it's okay to say no mm-hmm. like if you don't want to go that. out say no mm-hmm. that is and I don't feel pressured no mm-hmm. and like my friends will know now that I say no to pretty much everything because mm-hmm. I sometimes I don't want to go out mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, and some people have very short social batteries and that's okay too mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah set boundaries like not mm-hmm. only like for people but for yourself mm-hmm. like don't hmm, what is the word I'm looking for know what i'm saying no. yeah I get, what, I get what you're saying um, i i agree um don't get me wrong i love a good drink i love a good party i love going out with my friends but sometimes it does make me wonder if you say for example if you need to go out every weekend like are you dealing with something that you need that you need numbing like are you trying to numb something like is there something that you could potentially be doing instead of numbing yourself all the time um not that I'm trying to like say bad things like if if that's just something that you love to do like do it if Mm. that makes you feel good do it like honestly I'm a big person on you know do what you love and keep doing a lot of it um but I'm the same like I don't I don't love I like like going out every mm. blue moon, like yeah. or every now and then. Um, one, it is a lot of money, mm, <laughs> and yeah. two, I don't love waking up feeling the next morning feeling like crap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like I don't stay like I've had a really great friendship group and different 
people that I vibe really well with. So I haven't really had too much of an issue with um, avoiding people that are like that all the time. Yeah. But um, I can definitely pinpoint people that are um, – what is the word? <laughs> I don't even know. People that are looking for that that fix or that yeah. um, that self – medication or that relief that's not looking inward and being like is there something that I need to work on kind of thing instead of like like I said before like seeking something outside to numb themselves like yeah like I have like a couple different friend groups Mm -hmm. and like all like around my age and some of them are still in that let's go out every weekend let's you know do this Mm -hmm. and that and I have some people that are you know, like a very self-aware, mm-hmm. not that they say that other people aren't, but a very mm-hmm. self-aware in that if they know that, like for example, if I know that my social batteries run down and I need a break, mm-hmm. I know that if I like go hang out with people that I'm not serving them the best that I can, like mm-hmm. I know I'm not giving my best version of myself mm-hmm. and I know that I can st- take a step back. Yeah, where I, know I s- love that. Yeah, like, like you need to be able to like read yourself. Exactly. And you said that so perfectly, like – Every time you want to go out with someone that you love or a person that you truly appreciate, you want to give them your best version of yeah, you, exactly of yourself. Like you don't want to go out and then be a total bore or like have no energy. Um, like you want to be there for that person. You want to be present. You want to be listening to what they've got to say. You want to be having fun. Yeah. And if you're exhausted, that's just not going to happen. And then you're going to be not letting down yourself, but you're going to be letting down like that other person too. Yeah. So I, I totally agree. Like, no. It's not like I don't want to hang out with you. Like I do, but I'm like exhausted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need a break. Exactly. And I think that it all comes down to like who you surround yourself. Once again, I say this all the time is that those people that love and support and know you the most will understand that. Like oh, everyone has busy lives, especially in our twenties. How convenient. Oh, like, it's crazy. It's like when you want to catch up, oh, maybe like six months. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know, six months time. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, but yeah, you, I feel like twenties is the prime time where people start to understand that. Like when you're younger, let's be honest, it, it hurts a lot more. Oh, yeah. Like you, um, you take it to heart, but as you start to get older, you start to realize like, you know, you don't need to be around those people all the time, but also people are more understanding of the fa- fact that everyone has their own life. Everyone has a busy schedule yeah. and that if someone can't really understand that and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I haven't seen you in ages, like why haven't we gone out or why do you always say no when I ask you to do something? Like, well... No, you don't need those people in your life. Yeah, understand. maybe they just aren't the right person. And to be hang- spending they time could just with. be deflecting on you as well. Yeah. And they just need some time. Or something is actually going on in their life. Yeah. And they're wanting to, you know, explain, vent or whatever it is. Um, but it all just comes down to communication once again. Like if that's what they're going through, um, that's up to them to hopefully be able to open up and be like, hey, oh, I need you. Or like, I, you know, mm. I need someone to talk to but um yeah but then like you have people in your life that you won't see for months mm-hmm. and then you see them again it's like nothing changed but you exactly. both know that you both have busy mm-hmm. busy lives uh-huh. exactly <laughs> um, and that like you know like 
especially in your twenties, you're out like you have jobs and mm-hmm. some people are at uni, and it's like everyone's like when you're in high school, you will have the same schedule. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> so when like you grow up, you don't. <laughs> exactly. Like if you're at school and you can't do something, you're like, well, hey, like we're literally doing the same thing. So if you can't do something, like, <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> yeah. But like you said, when you're at uni, you have so much on your plate. Work. Everyone works at different times. Like if you're a shift worker for example being a nurse or or if you're a personal trainer like you might be nine to five but then you might have like days where you have a certain amount of clients or you might have to get up at like 5 a.m or like like, you know i all my friends have like retail jobs or you Mm -hmm. know hospitality and i'm like yeah i like i start work at five and sometimes i finish at 8 p.m at night like yeah there's there's a difference like yeah um and it's everyone's so different Mm -hmm. and like i went out like high school's different because i said like i went out every weekend in high school Mm -hmm. i go out like once every three months like (laughs) i know i hate it oh my gosh the last time i went out i had a good time but um yeah i felt like a wreck the next morning Mm. that because i think i was exhausted because i'm not used to like being out so late in the morning um literally and yeah i just i take forever to recover these days like i take a good one to two days that's another reason why i can't get myself to go on an all-night bender because i feel like the recovery for me is just horrible and like i don't want to go to the gym like i used to be so good like i'd be hungover and i'd be like yeah let's go to the gym it'll make me feel better and it would yeah i can't do that anymore i have to at least sit in bed all day and like sleep it off Mm. oh i feel so crap now when i have a hangover see like when i go out i like usually don't drink right Mm -hmm. i'll get a water on my mouth it's a free night Mm-hmm. however i wake up feeling hungover uh, <laughs> like, i am the it's exact crazy feeling same. and i'm like i'm not even drinking but i'm still hungover like why my me and my friend go out all the time sober we call us like sober drivers like we're like oh let's oh, go for yeah. a boogie and we'll drive in i'm desert everywhere <laughs> yeah and we'll drive in and we'll just park wherever we can manage to park or yeah. even pay parking like doesn't matter go out for a couple hours and then if we're feeling like starting to feel like a headache's coming on or something we'll be like okay home time let's go we've had our boogie let's go Literally. um those nights like are sometimes even better like, i need to be in bed by like if i go out <laughs> i'm in bed by like nine or ten yeah. <laughs> like, i can't stay out like. i know oh my god i am the same um and i don't think it's a bad thing i just think no. it means that we're evolving and we've got better things to do in our lives and for, like i said before like our priorities are different like going out isn't such a big thing anymore and not saying that we don't have a life but like we do for that reason that's why we're not like going out you know things are busy yeah um that's just what happens but yeah i feel like in your 20s it's good to learn i think a lot of people have a fear of missing out as well Uh uh-huh like that fomo is that fomo FOMO? yeah everyone's got fomo (laughs) it's like i had to ask someone what a fomo means abbreviations i'm not good with no um everyone's like scared and they like want to go out and i'm like do you feel like do you really leave that night out and you think mm, that was the best time ever or are you like mm, it was okay yeah like mm. think about it but, i have more of like fomo i guess you could say these days is when i feel like i need a life balance like not more like not a oh I'm, I really want to like oh I feel like I'm missing out like all these people are going and blah, blah, blah. I feel like I'm missing out mm. it's more like okay I have days off or I feel like I need to do something today I need to 
like I need to go do something like I need to go to this thing yeah or I, I need to push myself to make the best of what it is kind of thing I don't know if that really comes no I, I get what you mean I get but, what you mean yeah it's so kind, like but it's still same for example like I have a few leave things coming up and I'm like I love festivals so I'm like if anything stuff a night out on the town I would rather go to a festival oh 100 yeah for sure so I've like bought a couple of tickets to a couple of different festivals and like right I'm going to these and I'm not gonna miss out <laughs> yeah so I'm like yeah no that's totally like untrue. more my thing of um or like if I feel like I need to go like I really want to go on a travel trip Mm. Everyone is in Europe right now. I know. Oh, it's annoying me. I have Europe promo. Not because I want to be with anyone that's already over there, but the fact that they're going, and I'm like, oh, I wish I could have that money. Yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm living through like everyone's Instagram though. I'm yeah. like, I feel like I'm there because I just see so much. Content. Oh yeah, I'm getting ideas. I'm like, who did you book through? Yeah, I'm where like, are you going? Yeah, I know where to Tell travel now. Yeah. No, it's actually kind of good. My friend, one of my friends at the moment is, um, she's on a big Europe trip Mm. and she is, I think she's in Croatia at the moment because she's from, I think her family's um, originally from Croatia and she's staying with a nonna or something um, and she's having the best time. Um, Croatia looks really fun. Oh, it looks beautiful. (laughs) Like the water looks amazing. So keen to hear all about it when she comes back and then she can tell me about who she booked through and where she went and all this stuff and give yeah. me all the great ideas because I would love to go to Europe yeah like, sometime next year so I like hopes. well I don't know why everyone just decided to travel like right now yeah like it's like they were made a decision without me <laughs> I know it's like everyone just got together and decided right yeah and I just wasn't out. invited for the meeting like yeah, I know it's like did I not get the memo yeah oh yeah I guess right, I'll just stay here in cold Adelaide and work i know I'm, i've been even thinking of just going to like a weekend away to melbourne because it's like it's cheaper yeah. it's cheaper than flying to like brisbane or whatever literally it's right over there <laughs> and you go do a bit of shopping you know like, literally um but yeah the gold is nice but that's i'll just leave through other people too. going yeah it's like half my clients are on holidays right now and i'm like really sad without them i'm like mm-hmm. can you just come back <laughs> yeah it's just like can you take me with you more yeah, like i was <laughs> like i'll just come with you guys yeah <laughs> so true oh my god yeah 20s is hard because you also i kind of get insecure at the fact of being in my 20s should i be achieving more because like society yeah. has got this whole big thing where you know young 20 year olds are like more successful these days there's so much comparison yeah oh i get stuck in it all the time where i feel like i i should be doing more but then i'm like hang on a minute i've done so much already that i haven't even like absorbed Mm. just how much like i think i need to take the time to actually appreciate yes you have gotten somewhere mm-hmm. like on my graduation day I it did not hit me like I couldn't like not that I couldn't believe I was graduating it was more that like I could believe it but it was just so like I was happy but it was just a really weird feeling if yeah. you know what I mean I was just like oh yeah I've graduated I'm finished maybe it was because I was already working mm. but I was just like oh but could I be doing more it's just that constant horrible feeling of yeah. comparison, like you said, to like what everybody else is doing with their life. Yeah. And sometimes you just got to take a step back and realize that you are doing your best. And I think that is another great thing that I've learned about being in my 20s is just taking that step back and going, you are okay. You are doing what you've wanted to do 
for so long like if it's going to take you a while to get there well so be it you're happy yeah it's what you've wanted to do like don't let someone else's life like that's their life that's their timing if they if they're wanting to go to Europe and they feel like it's the perfect time for them then that's that's cool for them but like that's not my path like that's not my time yeah there's just so much comparison especially online as well mm-hmm. like because obviously everyone posts their life pretty much because you can see everyone's live and you're mm-hmm. like okay you guys are having a really good time why aren't I mm. and it's like even just like people's like jobs and that and they're like okay how do you have such a successful job and you're my age mm-hmm. and you have to look back and you're like okay well I still have a successful job, but, like, yeah. they just make it look better. Exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? oh, or they just have a better way of taking the photo. I get a bit, like, oh, I haven't posted in a while. Should I? <laughs> Should I? <laughs> I think that as well. And then I look back on my camera roll. I'm like, Brooke, stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just stop. Like, we have plenty of memories, but we don't need to share everything. And that's the other – that's another thing I've learned. I just keep up com- coming up with things. No, you're good. Is that, like – sometimes it's nice to just keep things to yourself like sometimes it's nice even just like core memories like i got a you know those like instex polaroid cameras yeah i really want to get one just like the color ones yeah. i think like the old version yeah like i think they've got new ones out now but my sister got one for me for christmas i think last year and i like the fact that i can take a photo and it's one photo but like nobody has to see that photo like it's for me like i'm taking these photos but they're for me and nobody else like unless someone comes into my room and says my polaroid bookshelf like wall of them all (laughs) then i'll see (laughs) exactly or if i like i don't know posted a few like i did on my story the other day because i was just really appreciative of the night that i had spent with someone yeah but like I like the idea of like it's not just in my camera roll for anyone or whoever to see Mm. if I were to post it. It's just a picture that I can have and I can reflect on it and nobody else ever has to see it. Yeah. I just think that's like so cool and so like that memory's for me, you know. I don't know. I think some people can overshare online. Mm-hmm. Like they'll like if they go out to a dinner, like every week they will share that dinner or mm-hmm. every event they go to. Mm-hmm. And like obviously there's nothing wrong with that. You do you. Yeah. But sometimes it's good to keep things to yourself. Yeah. Even like, I don't know if your parents or what your grandparents have had like, not what's it not, not scrapbooks, like photo albums. Mm-hmm. And I was like that, like I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And then like my kids, mm-hmm. if I'm like fortunate to have kids, can like look back and have a look at yeah like actual real photos not just like digital Uh uh-huh like yeah i really want a polaroid camera yeah they're they're so cute and they're so like spontaneous like for example i went bowling with my friend the other night and i was like i'm just gonna bring my polaroid yeah why not like i'm not gonna take any photos on my phone i took like one photo of lauren going up for a shot for a basketball but like i was like no no i'm not gonna be on my phone i'm just gonna take polaroid pictures and they're like so cute and so original and so like funny because we were doing like the weirdest things and they were a little bit blurry but they were a little bit you know funny they were just like really cute and I loved it I just love that you know you could literally be doing nothing but also having a good time and you could just take one like I was literally sitting in the car with my mom the other day and I took the cutest picture of my mom and I'm like oh my gosh that's like gonna be with me forever i'm gonna yeah. stick on my wall a picture of my mummy it's not going on my like, story yeah. <laughs> I have to say, it's not going on my story yeah nobody's ever gonna see this but it's just like a picture of someone that i love and yeah 
I think they're really cute. So I think you should definitely get one. Yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I love that. I love the fact that you can, you know, just keep that to yourself. Like you said, everyone's posting about everything these days. Yeah. Whether it's about their partner or their boyfriend or their girlfriend or their date or their, mm. um, I don't know. They can't really separate their life from social media, mm-hmm. which I mean can come hypocritical for me, but like on my actual like personal account, I like rarely. Yeah. You actually post like on your PT account. I've had my PT account a lot, but business wise, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's a business investment, but on my personal account, like I rarely do. And then I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I neglect that account. But I'm like, if I have something fun to post or like, yeah, if you want to post something, you can post something. Yeah. I just had my birthday and I was like, yeah, let's post a photo. And then I'm like, "Mm, that's it. Like, yeah. Sometimes I like, I like in a way I want to, so I have that to look back on. But like you said, get a Polaroid camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's I know. The key. Just post. You don't have to post then. You yeah. just keep it to yourself. Love it. Great idea. Um, yeah. Social media can be, it can be hard. And because our world is just so like driven by it. Everything actually, is online. Yeah. The world is online. It is insane. It is. I actually sometimes like going on dates for that reason. Like, because I know that if I were to go on a date with a guy, for example, I know that, like, it's just going to be a memory for me. Like, Mm. it's not going to be posted anywhere. Yeah. And if you have a good time, it's just, like, a solid memory. Yeah. But, like, or if it's, like, a a shitty memory, too. Like, (laughs) it's funny to just look back on and, like, you don't have to think about, you know, whether you've posted or not plus i think it would probably be really awkward if you had posted can you just smile for this yeah i'd be like a first date and like can you still get a photo right now can you not looking yeah yeah happy seven and a half months oh, every God. month oh don't do it oh it's so cringy i feel like i used to do that back in high school when i was with someone for like six months i'm like six month anniversary <laughs> seven months four days yeah. love you oh god oh, that was back when like you know obviously social media was just coming of a thing mm. so everyone thought that everyone wanted to know about what everyone was doing and really we didn't care but we posted it anyway um just to keep up with day-to-day life <laughs> yeah i couldn't imagine being a blogger or oh, in saying that doing a podcast but like i couldn't i don't i, don't, I couldn't be like a vlog mm. person like sharing my life like a reality person i feel like it would just it would get quite exhausting like having yeah i can see that share my life continuously not that i like have anything to hide but it (laughs) it would just be so exhausting having cameras around all the time i feel like you put a lot of pressure on yourself Mm -hmm. if that was the case and you'd be like oh my god do i have to wear like makeup or do i not or yeah yeah i feel like everything's online like even like in the pt world like you're pretty much like forced to like do something online mm-hmm. well from the people I work with mm-hmm. but and it's but like I've got majority of my clients from online mm-hmm. and it's because everyone looks online first exactly. they're not going to walk into a gym and look on the wall no do you know what I mean some isn't do. that funny how the, how everything has changed like literally when I was wanting to get a PT the first thing I did was look on Instagram yeah because what else are you supposed to do? Like, you're not going to call the gym number like, and be so like, PTs do you have available? Yeah. Who would you recommend? Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're right. A lot of 
business PTing is online, which isn't a bad thing, but no. like it would just come down to what you said before, like you have boundaries. Yeah. And I'm sure you would have boundaries all around that, which is yeah know, good for a business and it breaks up your business and non-business life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't like my actual like personal life is very separate to my business life. On, like, which is good. I think that's like a good boundary to have because I feel like when it starts to intertwine – that's when it can become a bit overwhelming, I feel. Mm, I agree with that. Mm. That's why I like um, – some people are different, but that's why I love my work and then play whatever fitness, gym, whatever separate. life separate. Mm. But that's for me. Like that, That's what works for me, whereas yeah. other people like yourself fit really well with having their job and their – yeah. The same. Same. <laughs> yeah yeah but that's so good some people are like like you said that you work for revo mm. i never know how to say is it revo or revo can we clarify that <laughs> i mean i say revo yeah i hope it's not revo because i work for <laughs> well i work because i was calling it revo for so long I, I say revo but everyone's been saying revo so i'm like so i've been changing my words now i'm so gonna say revo, revo. okay Revo it is. Yeah. You work for Revo, but now you've just started training it right away. Do you feel like that kind of breaks it up a bit? It doesn't feel like you're um, working and gymming at the same thing. So I'll correct you. I work at um, Revo. Yeah. So I don't work for the gym. Yeah. Every PT True. is independent. Yeah. Which is a lot of like gets miscommunicated. But yeah, I feel like sometimes I, if I'm training where I work, I feel like I'm at work. Yeah. And I'd like that separate. And also... I get that from a lot of friends. Mm. They're like, that's why they like to train at different gyms that, that they work at. Yeah. Um, and it's also I like... I completely understand that. I like, I know a lot of... I mean, I know people at Rideaware, but I know a lot of people at Revo and it's like, sometimes I just want to have a workout and not be, be asked so many questions. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I just want to be there with my headphones and not talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. Or not bump into anyone. Mm. Sometimes it's really good. Like today I bumped into a few people that I knew, but I hadn't seen them in like... I don't know how long. Wow. So it was like, it was good, but like, yeah, I'm the same. Sometimes there will be days where I'm just like, please nobody be here because I just want to put mm. my earplugs in, yeah. do what I got to do and then leave. Yeah. Um, I do train at a very like non peak time. So it's mm-hmm. great. There's like three people around whatever. Yeah. Around. Same. It's always the same three people. So I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. you're fine. Except I have earlies all week. So I'll probably be going at like kind of somewhat peak hour, which Ooh. I am not really looking forward to no, but not a fan the new hacker one's pretty good with um like not many people being yeah. there shout out if anyone's wanting to buy a membership at hackham it's actually pretty good and not There's very no one around yeah it's just it's not as busy and i think it's just because i don't know like a bit more family orientated you know not as many school kids um you know, it's a bit more on the outskirts of Adelaide. So yeah. It's and the aesthetics of it are really nice. It's a nice looking gym. Mm-hmm. If you want to film your stuff, if you film your workouts like oh, I do, yeah, it's a it's a good playground to be in. It is so nice. And the gym equipment, oh, don't even get me started. It's just so good. Just feels I mean, so still love Revo though. <laughs> still love Revo. <laughs> yes. No hate. <laughs> yes, yes. You better talk it up. Yep. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> I anyway. get a call tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you get a call tomorrow and you're yeah. like, oh, God. Anyways, I promise I'm saying good things. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on. I've really enjoyed you being on the show today. Thank you for having me. No I appreciate worries. it. No um, worries. Yeah, 
I uh, hope that you'll come on again sometime soon. Um, really enjoyed it. And thank you so much for sharing your story. Like, I'm sure so many people are going to appreciate it. I definitely appreciate it. Um, yeah, and I hope it inspires other people. I sh- I'm sure it would because so many of our listeners are, you know, have struggled or are struggling. So, yeah, I know that they'll find it really helpful. So, thank you. I hope so. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening today. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.